0: Welcome to Kirstie Alley on the Verge. Be sure to follow Kirstie on Twitter, at Kirsty Alley. You can also follow the show's Twitter at K-A-On-The-Verge. It's Kirstie's birthday. She wanted to do a special podcast for you all on her birthday. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And now, here's your host, Kirstie Alley. Hello,
1: hello, hello. I'm so tired today. Lord. Okay. This is my birthday, January 12th, the 12th of never when I was born. And what am I? Thursday's child is both loving and giving. Anyway, I'm here doing a podcast. Very, very tired, but I wanted to do a birthday podcast because I think I've got some possible good birthday stories. I'm here with Corey. Hi, Corey.
0: Hi, how's it going? Happy birthday, by the way.
1: Thank you. Could you do that more in your very white sexy? Happy husband?
0: birthday, baby. Yeah, oh, that was... That was
1: <laughs> my God, I'm so excited. And then Kelly's here. Can you say that better than Corey? Can you do it sexy? Oh God. Do it in Minnie Mouse voice. Happy birthday! <laughs> no, but now do it in your phone voice. If you're... I know, but I don't know. I can't just do that on a a cuss.
2: I can't. I have to order. I have to be ordering something. You know how to do it. I don't.
1: Hi. Kelly. Kelly. Oh, (laughs) Kelly, before we get into the birthday thing, do you know that your fans of uh, this show are playing a drinking game? And the drinking game goes like this. Okay. If you remember in one podcast, Corey brought up that you say right all the time. Right, right, right. Yes. As an acknowledgement. Yes. Well, I like it. But Corey brought it up. And so we had that as a theme of part of one of the podcasts. So now your fans and a group of girls on Twitter have started counting. And a guy. I know one of the guys. Counting how many times you say... Right. And every time you say right, they have to take a drink.
2: Oh, my gosh. This is fun. I feel honored. that I'm. They're
1: shit-faced, basically. There's <laughs> probably three
2: of them that are like, oh, yay. But I actually didn't realize that I acknowledged with the word right until.
1: Well, did you know you say it so many times that the people playing the game are all shit-faced by the end of the game? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I like this. I'm going to play, too.
0: Right? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Next month, because you're in sober January, right?
2: That's right. Oh, yeah. Kelly, tell me what
1: this is, sober January. Well,
2: I just do like the quintessential new year, new me. Let's get in shape. Let's get Mm -hmm. healthy. No alcohol. Right. It kind of is a good... Well, when I lived in Los Angeles, Sarah... My roommate and I used to go to Bacara on New Year's Day. Oh, that's swank. And we'd get like spot A and like start the new year off right. Oh my God, that's soup. But that So is when like... I moved back to Kansas, I was
1: like, we have to start. You always have to start the new year off right. I know, but does it mean you guys are alkies and then you dry out? and Maybe. Well, do you drink very much? Okay. Uh, do you actually drink very much during the year, honestly? Because I'm not here so much to monitor you. So I'm just <laughs> trying to. On the weekends, I'll have drinks. Every weekend? Yeah, mostly. For God's sakes, girl, you've become an alky since you didn't work for me. Corey, did you know she drinks every weekend?
0: Yeah, but it's not a problem. She just does it. She just hangs out. It's not like she's out at the bar. No, but
1: like how many drinks would you say? I
0: don't know. Maybe three or four. Not that anybody's counting. Yeah, Corey's counting. (laughs) Because
1: here's the thing.
2: Corey doesn't drink.
1: Did my cat? Oh my god. My my stray cat is here. Hold on, just stand by. (gasps) Look at her. She came from a different direction. She's so cute. Do you think I want her to be my indoor cat? I love her. Anyway, okay, sorry. Anyway, so okay, but wait. So Corey doesn't drink told me that you drink every weekend. You made it seem like you drink like I drink.
2: If, if I'm home and just hanging out, I might. I, I like to drink white wine on ice.
1: <laughs> and you would have three of those maybe on maybe. A Saturday night? Yeah, maybe. And then you drink Friday and Saturday? I, it just depends, whatever. Oh my God. See, you sort of, you have never said, because when I say, I mean, I just hardly ever drink. Like when I say that, I mean, I drink four times a year. So you go, yeah, I don't either. You're an alky basically. No,
2: I never said I didn't. I said Corey didn't. He yeah, doesn't. but you acted like a very
1: minimalist drinker. Say the truth. Okay, give me. I don't know how I acted like that. Give me a typical Friday.
2: A typical Friday is Corey and I at home, doing me in my pajamas. I might be talking on the phone. I may have some white wine on ice, may not. I mean,
1: you drink a half a bottle or something.
2: I don't know. I don't. I'm not counting. Why are you?
1: Because <laughs> well, I'm. In, I, have, I have a whole new insight here.
0: My husband's not counting. He's because got sometimes a you'll text
1: me. Sometimes you know you'll ignore my text, and then sometimes you're like ba 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 You'll just text and text for two. Hours. You're drunk, right?
2: No, because a lot of times when I'm te- a lot of times if I'm drinking, I'm talking on the phone, so I wouldn't be texting you back.
0: Oh. And she doesn't She'll so, wait till like the kids go to bed It's not like she's stumbling around Trying to put our kids to bed
2: But needless to say I totally support this drinking game
1: well, uh, I see why now. Yeah,
2: that I'm going to play.
1: <laughs> I wanted to, here's here's one thing that I do. I'm going
2: to play and see how many shots
1: <laughs> I can handle before you pass out. Before, yes, like, yes. but see here's the deal. I I do, like on occasion uh you know it's my birthday and my and some of my friends came in to do, do the um we did the Kelly Preston tribute. That was yeah. great, and, great, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, it was and good. They, I listened to it. It was so it was fun. Good. Thank you. Good. And it really was cathartic, honestly. Well, it was probably
2: kind of spicier in podcast world also just to have somebody besides Corey
1: and I. No, it was. I love <laughs> Corey and you, and it's good. And they were good and fun. It was cathartic for all of us because we've well, known was, her so long. Well, but no. we, because it was my birthday, they celebrated my birthday early, like three days early, right? Right. Okay, so Drink. No. They celebrated my birthday three days early. So we went out two different nights. The first night... Oh, my God. I'm a loser. The first night I had, you know, a daylight, my favorite drink. Yeah. And it did nothing except make me super sleepy. So here we are out, and they're having cocktails. And at about nine, I was going, um... Do you guys, do you mind if I do you mind if I go home? You know the bar, the rest bar slash restaurant, the Belmont is like three doors down. Yeah. So I I didn't even think to say you know you guys stay here and have fun while I go sleep because I'm a farmer. So but I didn't I didn't you know and I wished I was a girl. And the next night, it was close to the same thing. I didn't drink at all, but they did, and then they stayed up having cocktails. Yeah, that's fun. I know. I can't do I can't stay awake I don't get the deal why when I'm in Italy for some weird reason I can stay up to one or two I can have some drinks I can act like a normal pro- I don't feel like I have the ability to celebrate with I mean I can celebrate but I would like to join the booze club a little.
2: I know I recall not that long ago you and Corey with your daylights at the Belmont oh, yes. I actually wasn't drinking
1: That's true. Corey. And remember when you guys had 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 several home.
2: You guys had several daylights.
0: We did. I had
2: about five.
0: That's about Yeah,
2: and that's vodka. That's like a whole different I know, but
1: see, I I don't know what it is with my body. Like maybe I was geared up to To be able to have it. Yeah. And not because I drank and drank and I got sort of drunky, and then Corey, the blind leading the blind, <laughs> the drunk leading the drunk, walked me home three hours. <laughs> and during the walking, I'm like, "Well, you know, that was the best time I've ever had in my life." Well, my point is, this. you could
2: sustain if the t- if it's right.
1: I well, but it has to be right. There's no and there's no way I could do two nights in a row. Except remember when we were in when I did Dancing with the Stars. After we did Dancing with the Stars, we went to New York and we went to New York. I think you fly, you know, I came in second and you, 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 the first two, the two runners up are, you know, the winner and the second place person are flown in a private jet instantly after the show. And you sort of fly during the night and and you end up in New York and you do the, what is it? Well, we good got, Morning America. You
2: basically walk off the plane and go do Good
1: Morning America. Right, and you it's, do Good Morning America yeah. where you're all... But you know, you're, you're you're doing pretty good because you're excited that you won something and didn't get last place. So anyway. Yeah. I remember. Anyway, so we did Good Morning America. And then I had made friends. So, you know, we went out, we would eat dinner, and then we would go out to a club, right?
2: Yeah, you were. that's when you were on Cosmos. Yeah,
1: and that's when I became...
0: (laughs) Cosmo Kirstie. That's when I became
1: 60-year-old club girl. So, I mean, I'd like to make this story short, but we stayed for how many? Six weeks? I think even longer. I think we stayed two months. Oh, God. But every day, drinking. Every day, every night, clubbing. I haven't been a clubber in my entire life. (laughs) And every night, club dancing, and I mean, I'd see people, like, mollied out, That you know, celebrities that I knew, and oh, yeah. I thought, at first I didn't even know that they were drugged out, but I remember they'd ask me to dance or something at a club, and I'd be like, woo, 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 we're having fun, and oh, they're so funny, and then I'd be like, whoa, they're acting a little different than me.
2: Well, you know the people so, I'm talking about? I do. But it's so dark down in those bars and unksy that it's like... Yeah. Even the mollied out guy looks like he's in his element.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we were in our element. I remember one of the times, which was really good, was <laughs> when <laughs> Kelly Oh, had, my God. This is the worst. No. Have I told this before? I think I'm hallucinating. Okay. Anyway. So, Kelly, we were in this club and it was really, really late and she had like Louis Vuittons, and they're about, they're about five inches tall because the heel's four and a half and then they're on a wedge. So she had this like super cute dress. <laughs> these super expensive with Louis shoes. We're in this club and you know, there's like in, some of the, in this particular club, there were these these roundy couches, sort of.
2: I think it was that new club, One Oak or something. Oh,
1: yeah, it was One Oak. Oh, God. I and think. And anyway, it's like... And Kelly's like, you know, in her element. I found some guy <laughs> making... I was making out with this guy, this baseball player, just yes. out of rando nowhere. And that is, is so out of character. But I loved kissing him. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's like
0: Seinfeld when T. He was nice, he was nice
1: though. He was nice. He was nice and handsome, and he, he was, was a professional baseball player and I was making out with him but as I
0: was he still playing or I think
1: he was yeah and then I look over in the corner and Kelly I see her you know with this she had the cutest sort of glittery dress and she had her hands above her like oh yeah and then all of a sudden her feet with her lubidons go out from under her and she literally flies in the air and then lands on her tailbone it was horrible and it was funny. Well, I knew. I knew. Because so what
2: happened was I was tried to go sit down, and yeah. I wasn't back far enough. So I my heels were high. They were like two and a half inch, three inch heels. They were
1: five inch I mean, like they were high. Half? They were high. Those are kitten heels.
2: Well, anyway, they were high. And I just remember going, I'm either going to go forward or back. And I, I heard it pop. And I, I remember, because when we flew home on the plane, which was six hours from... New York to LA. I was like on a pillow. It was painful.
1: Yeah, that was like our. Was that our last night? I mean, Ish. it was close. It was close. But I mean, but it was funny because you disappeared. I, I was out. looking over and you were in my line of sight, and then suddenly you're <laughs> on and you're.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there had to be some white knight. That I went saved out with you. a
1: bang. Let's put it that way. I don't know okay. that anybody did. Anyone save you?
0: Any no, but Major you, I remember you players? going. What
1: are you doing? There were was was some like, strange guys that were really. Popular kind of, uh, what do you call like sort of iconic, strange creature kind of New York people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: I I mean it was it's a little who are those people? (laughs) A little thought. but yeah, Yeah, that's
1: the same night when we went home, and this friend of mine had said, "Ah, stay in my loft in Tribeca." So we went back there, and of course I was drunk. I mean, I was just like so excited to just be drunk all the time. It, it had never happened in my life and here i was a 60 year old drunk i was like yes so we were sitting on the fire escape of this of yeah. in tribeca of this insanely beautiful place and I remember we were making plans, and I was like, Kelly, God, we got to move to New York.
2: Yeah, but you, this is what you said. We got to do this more often where we go out, stay up all night. Yeah, I we got to like, live here. I was like, yeah, we should.
1: Why don't we move here? Good idea. Kelly's like, yeah, good idea. We'll, we'll move here. <laughs> and then at least what, Kel? Five nights a week, we're out. Yeah. We're, we're doing stuff. We're not going to be, I'm not going to be, you know, a recluse anymore. I'm doing this. Yeah. We I was were like dead serious.
2: Yeah, we were like so much for movie night. We're clubbers now. Now, and the <laughs> sun came
1: up. Remember when the sun came up? Yes. And we had to be on a plane at like some stupid eight in the morning or something. I know. But anyway, so that was my that was my big time of that was like a six week drunkathon basically. That was fun though, and that hotel we were at was amazing and. That was fun I've never spent more money in my life Do you remember in the mornings <laughs> Well the routine was So we're out clubbing all night Or whatever Then somehow This is also a miraculous feat Because I can't do this now I couldn't even do it then I don't even know how it happened It was like a moment in time That you know God made me a boozer Yeah So we get up Remember like at nine Yeah it wasn't lately Get dressed I'd go to meetings by day Yeah you did Then we'd have lunch At what's that place the Italian... Uh, oh, Ciprian, Cipriani's. Oh my gosh, so good. Right, then we'd have lunch there, or at Umo, or Kumo, or... What the fuck are the name of these places? I don't know. No, the you know the Cipriani's sushi place. Yeah, anyway, we would go there. No Nobu. No boo. yeah. And then we'd come back, after my meetings, take another bath, shower, like, dress like a whore, always. Oh my God. I bought 10 pairs of Louis Vuittons. And dressing like I was 20 and you know, tight making and, out
0: with major league baseball yeah. players. And
1: then it
2: was happy uh-uh. hour time. We were hit, <laughs> we were down in the bar. And then
1: we go out, we go have dinner and we go places for dinner where the models would come in, you know, there were a couple of places where we go and Like the Russian models, the hot. Yeah, and like 50 models would walk in. They were all like 18 years old. And B- gorgeous. And you guys would be like, bitches. Look at those Beautiful. dumb bitches. Well, then we'd have a cocktail. <laughs> yeah. And after we had a cocktail, we were just as good looking, basically. No, we were like,
2: these are. this is like what we do now. This is who we hang with. We, yeah. I mean, we're like Russian model. We're at the same plate. I mean, we're all in this together. <laughs> right, it became so
1: crazy that people started calling my agent for, to pay me to go to clubs and to pay me to go to things on... Where is that place where, that you go uh, at the Hamptons? Pay me. Well, can we pay her 20 grand to go to the Hamptons and go to this party? Jeez. I'm like, yeah, uh, I would go to it for free. Yeah. Do you yeah. have alcohol? <laughs> right. And then we go out and buy new dresses and shoes and go to these parties. And it, it was...
2: That trip, I think I even bought two pairs of Louboutins, which you I did, did. I had no business doing that.
1: No, you had some dough. I mean, I only had myself to take care of at that point, but it but was think fun. in your head who all the celebs, all the people who we saw were, and and then we became on the club circuit. Now everyone knows us. That's really embarrassing. Yeah. Like when the, you, any club you walk into the in New York or
2: open the red Yeah, they thing. go, "Yeah,
1: Christie Hey, Kelly, come over here. Come on here. We want you sitting yeah, here." Yeah. It and, was. Oh bye my bye. God. All the drinks were free, of course. Yeah. For, forever. That was, you know.
2: Well, in half of these places you had to be like on a
1: list. Li- I mean, you had to be on a list or something. You had to Yeah, we and I've never done that in my life it wasn't either where just you like
2: had to pretend like the commoners get in. No.
0: No commoners. No commoners. None.
1: And we didn't have to pay for booze. <laughs> no, no. So that makes you sort of drink more. Well, and then it was like free bottle service. I mean, you, you actually, I remember actually feeling like this a few times. This is so sick. I remember, you know, there'd be like you and Mona and me and Nicole and these the girls, right? So the girls and... It really was, you know, we're already sort of tipsy before we ever get in a club and it's just like this haze and you know, there's the bouncer and they go, Christy, yeah, girls, come on in here. And you're like, in my head, I was like, yeah, I know. Hey girls, come on in. Oh yeah. yeah." I'm like, what the hell? And my daughter, I remember when Lily came to visit. Yeah. And what did I take her to do? Clubs. Clubs. I know. Yeah, we did. Now, I sort of felt bad about that afterwards, but she sort of liked
2: it. She was on a table. She liked it, but she was also, I mean, she was a, but older, she was 18 or older.
1: No, no, no. She wasn't that young. She wasn't like eight, but she was, how old was she? Oh, maybe she was 18. I mean, I- Well, she wasn't 21. No, she wasn't 21. But I also remember, I'm acting like this fool that's, (laughs) you know- Dancing and prancing and blah blah, and then she's all prancy, dancy, and the whole damn family turns into (laughs) (laughs) prancer, dancer, booze hounds for a few nights. It's true. I mean, I've never experienced something like that. I think the, the worst thing I did with my kid, booze wise, was I took Lily. I took Lily. We were in, I was working, I don't know what we were in Paris, and we, it was Lily and I at lunch, and I gave her champagne. Then I felt a little. And at that time, she was, you know, 11. (laughs) (laughs) But all the French people were giving their kids champagne and stuff. But then afterwards, because she got a little tipsy, and I thought, oh, no, I gave my kid, she's tipsy. She's 11. Right.
2: Well, look, everyone just got to drink.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) But you know, in Europe, the kids, you'll sit down to dinner with Italians, and their kids are drinking wine, but they're not, they aren't shit-faced,
2: no, I remember even on Christmas Eve dinner at my house. I mean, we would all we would all get a little. There were these like German shots or something after dinner type drinks. Or what's my that parents, Biedermeier? No, what's I it called? I don't know.
1: No, what is the cinnamon stuff, Corey? I can't remember. I don't know. I can't it remember what it's like called. Cinnamon. Fireball.
0: Yeah, no, it wasn't that. It was some no, like no fireball, but yeah,
2: Ball, but it was the same concept. And then, but we were allowed even as younger kids to have. That and something else, because I remember my little sister, she threw up after the shot one year.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. We were what, what I was allowed, booze-wise, was from the time I was four, I would say, four or five, my dad would watch the, I think it was a Friday night fight, and wasn't it Slits or Paps Blue Ribbon was the sponsor? Anyway. Yeah. So my dad, that's my dad. If there was a fight night, he would have one beer, and out of his beer, he would pour me in a little shot glass, teeny shot glass with salt. And that was my beer, but I'm four, so a shot glass felt pretty big. Felt like a fistful of beer to me. Yeah. And now when I drink beer, I really just want one ice cold glass. That's enough.
2: Yeah, I'm not a huge beer fan, but
1: we've split one before. Right, oh God yes, I, I really
0: love We've beer. split one we, Yeah, before. we've
1: split beer on the train once. we split. Yeah, because in our normal lives, well mine anyway, and now that I know that Kelly's a fucking alkie, but um, <laughs> uh, in my life I might go. I might literally drink four times a year and then have three cocktails. You're Corey. I am. I am Corey. I thought it was. I just thought you were drinking like a lot. I I really did thought you were drinking like about once every three months.
0: Well, there will be times well she'll do that. It's not like it's every I don't drink every in single, January, every single weekend. I mean, it'll it'll go. F- uh, a month or so. But when you
1: do the drinking, then do you guys have sex? Because that's you, how I get if I If drink. he's lucky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's also no sex January for Corey. Oh, perfect. perfect. <laughs> it's sober January for Kelly and no not going to get any for C-Man. Because when C-Man. I drink,
1: then that's when I want to have sex. Because I... Oh, you I, want I've, to? I've never, I think I've never had sex for the first time with someone if I wasn't drunk. Most people haven't. Right, but I didn't really, I didn't really whittle that down to that until I realized. I mean, but
2: even if you think about it, like your first kiss with a guy, usually no, I wasn't drunk for first. You
0: kisses. were drunk and usually the sixth grade.
2: Drinking. Well, no, not in sixth grade, but I'm in in adulthood. Seventh. <laughs> I usually
1: yeah exactly. Right.
2: Uh, I feel like you're usually have had a
1: drink to get up the nerve to be. I don't know I just feel I, I get in you know I, I would be uninhibited I would only be uninhibited you know if I'm drink- when I drink like when I met Parker you know when I was married to Parker and when I met Parker he had another date he was at a re- it started at a restaurant he was with Wally this is a friend of ours Wally he was with Wally and they each had dates there were like four guys four girls and um, so and we were at the- Kathy Gallagher's this place so we're we're eating dinner and stuff. And then I sort of look across the room and I'm like, I was with Mimi Rogers. I go, oh, like I would die for that guy. And so then I decided, well, you know, he's with a date. So who cares? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so then Wally came over to our table just out of the blue and said, Um, if you guys want to, we're going to go to the Daisy. That's a club, right? Okay. In L.A that all the hipsters were at. And we weren't, trust me. So anyway, we weren't actors at that time. No one knew the hell that we were. Anyway, so we go to the Daisy and I start drinking Shooters. And then Parker's group sent uh, Shooter tequila, right, over to the table. Okay. So we drank... Some of those. There is some, there's some German drink that sounds like lederhosen.
2: It is. It sounds like that. It's,
1: a, it sounds very
2: German. It's but like I...
1: Heineken. It's not Heineken, but it's like Heimler or lederhosen or some whatever the hell. And then they started sending that. So now the drunker I got, the more, and you know, he's with his date dancing and I'm thinking, you know what's a really good idea? I'm just going to go over there and grab him because <laughs> he's with his date. Who cares? Anyway, so I go out on the dance floor and I go, hey, let's dance, you know? And he, I sort of whirl him around to me. And then while we are dancing, I thought it was a great idea to just start making out with him. See, Drinking. Drinking on the dance floor. I'm just making out with him. Liquid courage. Yeah, totally. But it was like, oh, yeah. And then someone said, well, he's with a date. And I'm like, yeah, who goes? Yeah, Not I know. Her name's Kirsty. <laughs> so the first night with so that's how that went. And then that first night, I was making out with him. And then ended up Mimi and I went to his house, to his apartment. And he told me later, he thought he was going to have a three-way with us. Oh, yeah. But you know what he got? <laughs> he got a zero way. Because he he thought we wouldn't know that. So we were in his house in the bathroom and we were giggling, giggling drunk and going, oh, he thinks he's going to have a three-way. And he thinks that we're so stupid we don't freaking know what he th- is thinking. <laughs> we'll show him. So we walk out of the bathroom. And we go, bye. <laughs> we just leave his house. <laughs> anyway, so birthdays. This is my... This is so unreal to me because you know, w- w- I was 60 or 61. Actually, I think I was 61 when we were clubbing every day, wasn't I? Yeah, probably. Okay, well, now I, today I turned 70 years old, seven, zero, 70. 70. Let that soak in. 70. <laughs> that is not only like a grandparent when I was little, that's like a really old grandparent that's probably gonna die at any moment. It's- Do you know? No, seriously. It'd be like, how old's your grandma? Seventy. She's seventy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then I thought, well, I don't feel seventy. But then I started thinking of the what is this what could this mean in terms of just life choices. Here's an example. Here's what I came up with. As you know, lemurs, well, you may not know this, lemurs lived between usually twenty five and thirty years old. Okay. Okay. So now my lemurs Some of them, I think, are 12. Yeah. Some of them, I think the youngest one is going to be, is four. Okay, so I start going, all right, now, I can't have any new lemur. I can't have a new lemur because if I'm 70 and the lemur lives 30 years, that's 100. Right. I'm 100 (laughs) and I'm still like, so then I went like, okay, so lemurs are out. You know, I have to put lemurs in my will anyway. But, so I go, okay, I can't. No one can have baby. The lemurs are done. I just have to be done with lemurs and just be happy with the freaking 14 lemurs I have, which I am. And they have a great life. Yes. I just like to say this. People go like, well, you shouldn't have zoos. I get it. But I've traveled many zoos around the country. And my zoo, my lemur compounds way better than zoos. So there you go. They're in captivity. I didn't go to Madagascar and get them or capture them or something, but just wanted to say that. However, then I went like, okay, how about dogs? Yeah. Okay. Dogs. Well, one of my dogs lived to be 18. So then I thought, okay, good, I'm 98. Is that right? No, I'm 88. 88. 88. I think I might be able to live to 88. But I thought, you know, if you're going to get another dog, you better be getting it. Or you better be adopting senior dogs from now on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and cats can live to 20. Yeah, they can. So I have two cats. I'm, I'm now in the realm of. Adoptions of senior animals, because I am now in the age range where, I, I, because I believe you always take an animal for their life. I don't want croak, and then where are they going to go? Oh, you think? And I don't have the kids that are going to go. oh, We got to take mom's thirteen cats, forty-seven dogs, (laughs) fifty (laughs) neighbors, a chinchilla, her bird. I don't have my bird. I have a parrot that's probably going to live to be live fifty or more years. (laughs) Isn't Bocelli already 50? No, but Bocelli is, how old is Bocelli? 25? Older. Bocelli is a Quaker parrot. They're illegal in California. That's why I have him there. Um, anyway, <laughs> I've had to smuggle Bocelli in planes so many times. I've, and before 9 11, it was so easy to smuggle animals.
2: I smuggled Bocelli, and I'm scared of birds. Oh so God, I smell. I, I had i because my roommate made me a podcast and it was called two kids two dogs and a bird because that's what i was taking on the airplane (laughs) cross country and this is when kirstie's kids were littler so i had two kids two dogs and the bird and i'm scared of birds so we're going through security and the and the dogs were little enough that they were in the and they were with me right i had this is what we're hauling right and the bird um so security's like, you're going to have to take that bird out and the dogs because they we put the kennels through the thing and the you know the, we can't send them through the x-ray. And I was like, yeah, so I, I can't take the bird. I'm afraid of the bird. And they're like, no, no, no. Just wrap it in a towel. You'll be fine. So I was like, what am I going to do? Ask the seven-year-old to do this? So I had to get brave. Well, Bocelli is actually not – she can be mean. She bites people she bites people. She can be mean. Oh, so it's not like she's like this cute little, like, kissy
1: bird that she's, she's mischievous. She either can or she's going to bite you right really But she's Henri. Right. What so type? T- it was she's a, a parrot? A, she's a called a Quaker parrot. She's about the size of a robin, I'd say. She's a little bird, but like a size of a robin. They're slightly chub. They're really cute. And she's really loving until she decides to bite you.
2: Right. So she. I, they're like, just wrap her in the towel. You have, you know, I didn't feel like I had a choice. So, Bocelli sometimes would fly around Kirstie's kitchen and stuff, you know, out of her cage and whatever. Well, she starts flying, which I think her wings were somewhat clipped.
1: I, can't, I don't even know. Yeah, but sometimes her wings were, yeah.
2: So, she's flying around the airport right now, and I am freaking out because I have the two young kids, the two dogs, they're all out of the kennel, the birds oh flying. It was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. How did you get her? I didn't. I, that one of the TSA people did because I finally quickly said, "I'm scared of birds." And they're like, "Isn't this your bird?" And I'm like, "No, it's my boss's bird." But somebody has to catch
1: that bird. <laughs> oh it was. It was. It was horrible. Do you know? What, to remind you, the so one time <laughs> I had sister, and sister is a lemur, but sister's a lemur called a rough lemur. Most of my lemurs, you've probably seen pictures of them, are ringtail lemurs. And uh, these are called rough lemurs, and they're a lot bigger. And they—they're cozier, you know. They'll cuddle with you, sort of. And they're just a different kind. But they're really big. They're really loud. They're um, anyway. So
2: they're more monkey-like, or They, they have they longer like hair. Yeah,
1: and they have just more substance. You know, ringtail lemurs are very slight, and they're sort of zen. Rough lemurs are not zen. Yeah. So I was taking sister. I think she was not. She was pretty young. Mm-hmm. She wasn't a little baby, but she was pretty young. And I, was t- I was just you know taking her through security, um, smuggling. I was taking her through security, and they said, um, "What is that in there?" And I, I freaked out, and I said, "Cat." And they said, "Oh, well, you have to take her out." And I said. So what I did was I took the kennel, I put my arms in there. And sister's crazy, by the way. And I was like, okay, here's the deal. She's really old. She's really crazy. And she's going to act crazy. So I pull her out of the kennel. Out of the cage And I start moving her around Really fast So they can't really Tell what she is With her tail flying. <laughs> and they go Okay oh, she's, she's weird looking I go I know She's a, I'm telling you She's like a million years old And then I stuff her back in the- Well and Mind you Sister has a hugely long tail too That's what I mean I had to keep her tail Under my arm Kind of And they go What kind of cat is that And I was like It's called a rough You know like a Russian Not a Russian blue Like a rough blue <laughs> And then, as I go through the security, I keep—I going. I'm thinking, I'm so smart. It's good. And this woman at the end, who is in security, she goes, it's a lemur, isn't it?" And I go, "Please, please, don't say anything." Yeah. She started laughing. So anyway, I—I've smuggled a few, and you've smuggled a few. I have smuggled a few. And well, and I usually you have permission. Like you had permission oh, to yeah. take the like, dog. the I, I didn't have permission to take a lemur, but I wasn't about to. Well,
2: and we've flown the lemurs before, where it's like legit, we're not smuggling. Because I remember one time. I was taking four or six lemurs to the airport. Somebody called oh, yeah. me and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I have six <laughs> lemurs in the car because I'm taking them to the airport. And they're like, I don't understand. And I'm like, I, I guess after working for you for so long, I forgot how eccentric and crazy that sounds.
1: That can sound crazy. But, you know, when I had to move them to Florida, you know, they're flying in a charter plane you know they get Oh my god they've they've, cost people go should i get a lemur i go i don't know how much money do you make (laughs) and they're like why are they i go are you kidding they er, everything's organic if you transport them you have to charter a plane basically (laughs) or you have to hire a rock and roll tour bus and take them and then they're crazy so you you know they're my i'm so passionate about them and passionate about it started with me because i was very passionate about Madagascar and the rainforests and the, you know, the conservation of these animals. I still am, but that that's just where they started.
2: Yeah, that was where they I looked.
1: didn't know I was going to end up with fifteen. No, and I was, sound like that woman that I didn't know I was going to get pregnant fifteen. Well, times.
2: really, we start because I, <laughs> you had always you had lemurs before I started working for you, but oh, yeah. when I started, you had one, Lucy, and she
1: was very old. She lived in your bedroom. Yeah, because I'd I had had I started with two, then they had a baby, and those two males died of something very weird, and we it, we did the science on it, and it helped lemurs all over the world. Just so everyone knows. Yes. I Had Lucy? She was very old.
2: But then Lucy died, and then yeah. in Florida we got. Two more, some, no, we got three. We got three males
1: and one male, and none of them were related to each other.
2: Yes, and then they had a baby, babies,
1: and they all had twins.
2: Yes, and and, and which I didn't know this until I was in lemur world, <laughs> that lemurs having twins, it's not like that's like huge. They they usually only have a baby,
1: right? It's the most normal that they'll have one, right? So and but, all mine had twins. Yes. So instantly, I ended up with, like, what, 12? I I don't know. It was crazy. And Jimmy's the dad of all of them.
2: Yes, Jimmy. So he's separate.
1: Not related.
2: He's separate. Jimmy gets all the girls pregnant.
0: I know. What a stud. Everybody wants to be a Jimmy. Everybody, I know.
1: (laughs) And Jimmy, you know, these lemurs, they hop around. They're sort of hyper and stuff. Jimmy's, like, totally laid back. He hangs out up in sort of a tree, like, laid back. You know, the ladies come to visit him. Yeah. He's He's definitely the stud of the group. Why were we talking? What does that have to do with my birthday? Nothing. Oh, because they live a long time and I'm old and now I'm like, I don't even feel old. The thing that pisses me off. No, it's maybe it's a good thing. But I always thought growing up from a child that when you get old, you feel old and somehow you act old. You know, you hunch your back and you walk around a certain way. And, you know, okay, so if I took my grandparents, mm-hmm. if I took my grandmother, you know, my grandmother was like 4'11 tall and 4'11 wide, and she wore <laughs> house dresses, you know, house dresses. Yeah. That's what women wore then, and she she cooked and cooked and cooked, and she made quilts, and she was, you know, cleaned the house and polished the furniture, and so I'm at her house, of course, and and, you know, I probably asked some well how old is grandma for 70 i was like oh boy in my head i was like man she's gonna die any day now <laughs> <laughs> oh boy i better help her out in the kitchen do you know and then and she looked like that she had white curly hair and you know every woman in kansas some of them still do but sometimes it's colored now but it was like white pure white yeah short hair short curly hair and then her house dress and then she wore like house slippers. And if she was out doing the gardening, she was bent over. And, and like I said, she was four by four and her butt was <laughs> facing the street and then her legs with her slippers. I did my, the image was like, oh, and so that's what grandmas look like to me, right. you know? Yeah. So then what I, she passed away, I think towards the end of high school, I think like, I'm going to say 87 or 88, right? Okay. She didn't live as long as a lemur. No. Anyway, she pa- passed away <laughs> then. And to me, it was like, that was so, it was ancient. Do you know? Of course she passed away. And then my other grandmother lived to 97 and we were like, my God, this is unheard of. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you
2: have good genes like that, though. Your dad's 97. That's right. But I don't, I don't know if this will make you feel better or not because I'm 41. Mm-hmm.
1: But It doesn't. I don't
2: think, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think of you as a senior.
1: Well, that's nice.
2: Like I'm not like, oh, my old
1: lady boss. looks <laughs> like geriatric, it has white curly hair, real short white. Curly. Yeah, I don't feel like that. Well, that's good to know. You don't give well. You know that my friend vibe. Christina. Yeah. In L.A. Yeah. How old is Christina now? Ninety. I bet if, she's at least okay. If she's nine, but Christina has that essence about it. I never think of Christina as old.
2: I don't either. I ever. She I, does, but no. That.
1: And I don't think of Christina as like this person walking around trying to be hipster. You know, when you're in Los Angeles, especially Beverly Hills, you can have someone who's 90 and they've had 10 facelifts and they probably had body lifts and they're trying. You know, they're in Hermes or they're in yeah they're Gucci to. or something. They're gooched and they're trying to. And they're wearing mini skirts. I'm like. Yeah, no. No, girl you, okay, no. You look you do look like you've had five facelifts and you also are trying I don't know. are trying too hard. It's like <laughs> Angeline, sort of, do you know? Yeah. But the, a lot of those women wear really short skirts and Yeah. I don't think you should wear a short skirt unless your legs I don't I mean, I don't like hose and things. So if you can wear short skirts and not wear hose and your legs still look pretty, I think that is the I think that's how you determine if you're a short skirt wearer.
2: But I think they think they are.
1: I know they think they are. Short skirt, you know. Yeah, but we have to don't we have to come to terms sometimes with Well, you know, in my mom's day and my grandparents' day, if you were over a certain age you cut your hair. Well, I feel like my grandma still thinks that. Oh, yeah, she's,
2: that always was a big like, deal. she's always like she's always like you need to cut your hair, you need to cut your hair because
1: Past a certain age, which I I was forty. Maybe it's forty because I'm forty-one. She's like, you need to cut your hair, right? And the other thing is, you had two types of grandmas. You had the grandmas with the short, curly, white hair, or the short, dyed bad. It was bad. It was just bad beauty shop hair. Yeah. My my aunt owned a beauty shop on the corner inside her house. Yeah. And all those women came. They're blue haired, short, kinky. Let's all get permanent people (laughs) hair. Yeah. (laughs) Or there were the women that like. A lot of farm women had really long hair like to their waist so they could put it in. A braid. and they would put it in a braid and then they'd put it in a bun on their head so those are the type those are grandmas yeah and now if you see someone that's why sometimes if you know my hair's sort of been long for a long time so
2: it's not so long no but my right
1: whole now. parents generation and above that would have gone like what are you doing with your hair down yeah like your hair should be
2: well, the the theory behind it, because I asked my grandma once when she told me to cut my hair, and she said, well, the problem is when you get older, your face falls. So when your hair gets shorter, it lifts up your face. Oh, my God. Like, I was like, so are you saying my face is falling?
1: (laughs) Apparently. But you know what I mean. But you also know, because you'll see, we we live in Kansas part of the time. Yes. Okay. Now i'm not trying to be disrespectful but there is there are two kinds of hairstyles that i can't go one is really short and butch yeah no and someone can have the most beautiful hair in the world but they think they're supposed to have really short butch hair Mm -hmm. no matter what because and they'll say to you you said whoa you have really short hair Uh, or they'll say to me oh my god your hair is so long how do you do it and i go how do i do what and they'll go well my hair is so easy and i think so I started envisioning them, sort of. They get in the shower. They scrub their hair. They don't even need conditioner because their hair's one inch long. Do you know? <laughs> so they scrub their hair every day. Yeah. For me, that's like a guy. A guy scrubs yeah. his hair every day. Yeah. And, and then they say, how do you... I don't even know what they're talking about when they say, how do you keep it? I Well, I don't know. I wash it once a week and I blow it out and yeah. go about my merry way. So I don't think... And then, so there's that cut... The very short, gray-haired butch cut, and then Good. there's the, then there's the very short. I don't even know how you get a curl in it. Permed. This still happens here. Yeah. Permed gray or dyed hair that looks pink. Mm-hmm. No, brown pink. Yeah, brown pink. If you're ninety, it's brown pink. If you're, you know, your grandmother who's ninety. Yeah. Who has beautiful hair and doesn't have brown pink hair and it's like a bob, only a long bob? Yes. Okay, that could be more my idol. I can't go with the. Also, where are they getting these perms? I understand my aunt's beauty shop on the corner in her house.
2: People perm still.
1: Where? <laughs> but where's the where's it, where the do beauty, you go do that? At
2: the beauty shop.
1: But which beauty shop?
2: I don't know. I had I, I haven't had a perm since second grade, so I don't know.
0: You had a perm? I had a perm. It was so bad. My Do we, we have any pictures of the oh, perm? It's so bad. I, my God. mom,
2: I look at some of these pictures and I'm like, did you not like us? Or don't
1: you? Well, how about when your mom would cut your bangs from the back no. of your head all the way down forward? Yeah,
2: the, and then add a perm. That was my hairstyle. My bangs <laughs> were at the back so of your head. Were at the back of my head. All going all the way down to my forehead with it here, and then
1: I got a perm. So, so you look like a poodle, like a standard I, poodle. Yes. It, I mean, it was horrible. Why, but why do people think, you know, like you'll see little girls, most little girls have beautiful hair, even if they don't have the best hair in the world, they're little girls and, and it's they, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So I think here's this little girl. If she has long hair, it's so beautiful. You know, it's sun kissed. Yeah, it's, it's virgin hair. It's virgin, beautiful hair. And then you'll see these moms that'll give their kid the butch haircut. And then they'll give, or they'll give their kid a freaking perm and fry their head and their hair.
2: Yeah. I don't understand it. My mom's like, you begged for that. She didn't take any responsibility and I don't. I don't remember begging for a perm,
1: but... Did you beg for the bow the size my, of Montana in if, your hair? I don't... know. You made JoJo look like an amateur. I
2: did. I, I, I mean, JoJo. I was ahead of my
1: time. Kelly's bow was this big. I was ahead of my her time. bangs were coming from the back of her head, blunt cut around here, and she had beautiful hair. And then this bow, literally, that made Minnie Mouse See, I was ahead jealous. of my time. I should have you been were. JoJo. You were. You were JoJo.
2: I was JoJo before JoJo was born.
1: But, but now when you look back on it, because you have two little girls. I know, but my... If, look how beautiful if, their hair looks. They have beautiful... That was your hair. That was Lacey's hair. But that if was... they asked, can I go get a perm? I'd be like, no. Right. And if they said, can you cut my bangs from the back of my head forward? No. You would go, no. No. And what if they said, can you cut my hair real butch like this? Like my dad? No. Right. I would too. I would say no. No. See, I was not allowed. I was not allowed to have long hair. Because my mother's theory about my hair was, you have really thick, wavy hair. Nobody wants that. It's hard to control. Now.
2: Everybody wants that.
1: I didn't know that, though. I thought, oh, man, this thick, wavy hair.
2: What am I going to do?
1: what am I going to (laughs) do? She'd go, you're getting a pixie. So my mom would have my hair cut in a pixie all the time. And my mom, to ensure that my bangs weren't anywhere near my eyes, would put two fingers... Above my eyebrow. And I'm Eddie Munster to be in, begin with. My hairline's so low. She put two fingers above my eyebrows and then cut my bangs. You see how long my bangs were? Yeah. A half an inch. Yeah, that, uh, that's... No, because I don't have a bang forehead. No, you don't. I actually do. I have a big forehead. So, Well, but people look good with bangs, in my opinion, if they have a bigger forehead. Yeah, I agree. Because tiny half-inch bangs look stupid. So... Four-inch, three-inch bangs look cool. Yeah, and your forehead's only about two to three inches. That's what I mean. I'm Eddie Munster's sister. <laughs> this is not... And, and I think my hairline is receded from one inch above my eyebrows. So but I look at pictures, so my mother would do this. She'd go, oh, your hairline's so low. So she would cut my bangs, and then they would go up. Do you know? Yeah. It would be yeah. like they'd go up because she was already into my hairline. Did she have pretty hair? No. No. No, she didn't. She had mousy brown hair that she had. I I say no because no one would know. Because she had mousy brown hair that she kept really short and permed all the time. Okay. Because she went to Patty's. She went to um, Andy's. Yeah. And got her hair permed. It was just, but I still see that a lot here. I don't see that in LA. I see it here.
2: So now that you're 70, are you going to keep rocking the long hair? That's the (laughs) big question.
1: Well, you know, if if my hair stays. My hair is not as thick as it it was. No, but it looks good. It's healthy right now. Yeah, but it's not as. I just don't have as much hair. It's not as. You don't have
2: extensions
1: in. No, I don't have any extensions. See, it's pretty healthy. But I'm just saying my hair is not as thick. Right. I think I had double this amount of hair. I think that's how much hair I had. Mm-hmm. And now if it starts looking scraggly, no. But I don't want hair. I either want I don't know what kind of hair I would have other than this hair. I think I would look so bad with short hair.
2: Oh my god,
1: I would look so bad. Because with short I have hair. like these monkey you, ears. You
0: would look bad in short hair?
1: Yeah. I, I would look so stu- you would look stupid too. Horrible. But look at my ears. See my ears are pretty and then you get to my lobes.
2: You always say this. No,
1: I wore '80s <laughs> earrings, like, and then they
0: drug them down.
1: And, oh yeah, people just, get
2: their lobes done often.
1: I'm gonna get my lobes done, and you, this this I, year. I don't think it's
2: a big deal. I think they just cut them off, but I don't notice. I your know lobes. they
1: take it. They take a, a triangle out of them, and then they stitch them up like that. And I I would like to get one facelift because I I would like to do this. I would like to go through now. You know, I'm 70. And let's count the years let's say I was just lucky as hell and I go to 100 and when you're 100 do you really care what you look like I don't know but I mean maybe you do but let's say I have 20 more or 25 years and I'm 90 90 or 95 I would just like to slide through those years without jowls that's the thing I think my face looks pretty good my eyes look good my forehead looks good but I, I mean, don't think you need
2: a facelift.
0: I think if you, I, I don't either. I think if you go get go down that path of facelift, you could end up looking like the weekend, and nobody wants to look like him.
1: Oh, what yeah. is the Weeknd? I don't know what the weekend looks you like. You haven't oh seen his god. facelift?
0: So no. Crazy. Oh my god! Pull it up on your it phone right now, Cal. It is. It but is he's really
1: handsome, isn't he? Oh, what he
0: looks sort he? like a sort oh, freak that's now. Sad. It's super but I don't, sad. No,
1: I'm not talking about doing what you guys might be thinking I'm doing. I, a lot of it's like really bad fills. Um, here, anyway, here's the point. I either do it now or forever hold my peace. That makes sense to me because.
2: So this is the weekend. He's wait, handsome, hold right? Up.
1: Wait, I got to show me again. Okay. I, it's gone away. It went away.
2: So Hashtag went away. the weekend. He's handsome, right? On the, on the left. He's
1: beautiful. Yeah. It's like Connor. Yeah, he's hot. No, and then, he's beyond fucking hot. He's then so the handsome. Okay. Picture
2: next to it. Okay, wait. He's in the red, and now he looks. No. Yes, this just happened.
1: Wait, it looks like he had teeth and lips pumped. Fillers and weird. It's so crazy. Oh my God.
2: I know, and he was so handsome, right?
1: Oh my God. And beyond. <laughs> I hate talking about someone like that, but that's so, oh my God. How do you, you're so beautiful. But
2: I think Corey's point is, is you're pretty, you look good. Well, I'm not
1: going to do that. I'm not getting giant teeth, giant lips and (laughs) fill myself up like a balloon head.
0: I think, Uh, yeah, it's But I would like to do this,
1: like my neck like this. I would like to just do this. Hi. And then I don't have to think about it. You know, here's my plan for this year. I'm 70, so this is what I'm going to do. Now is my big chance. I'm going to start riding my bike. I've asked for my birthday present to have the mirror, which yep. you stand in front of and you exercise and you do a million things and I'd like to do yoga and dance and Zumba and then I'd like to ride my bike and I'd like to be thin again and then I'd like to remain thin for the rest of my life, not meaning that I want to die in two years if I get fat. I mean, I would like to stay thin till I'm, you know, 97 and I, I just want this one... Face, li- just a little help, just a little pull. I just no, just a little, up. <laughs> just, just a little just a anti-gravity little thing. And right now, I'm sort of chubby. So if I lose weight, then I think my face is going to be droopier. But I'll evaluate that. I don't want fillers. I don't like the way they look. I don't like the way they look either. I like my small teeth. I'm not going to get giant ones. Um, my lips are fine. My nose is fine. Although my nose... You have a good nose. Yeah, my nose looks bigger to me, though. And no, it,
2: it's not. You have a little nose.
1: Well, it looks giant to me.
0: What uh, What's the best birthday present you've ever gotten or given?
1: The best birthday present I've gotten... Didn't you give Parker... Well, I'll tell you the sexiest birthday present I got. Okay. So I was with this boyfriend guy... And he was sexy and you know everything was sex 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 so i was uh, all gothed out so that i would be sure and look like totally not myself and he threw a surprise party for me and there were like 100 200 i don't know 300 people whatever they were and he lived in a house and it had four stories and he said he grabbed me and he said i want to show you your present come with me and i said okay so we go down the elevator all gothed out <laughs> drunk i was drinking what I liked at that time were infusions, mm-hmm. you know, and so the infusion where we put slices of pineapple and all these yeah. things. Okay. So I was drunk, of course. It was my, one of my four times a year I'd get drunk. So I'm drunk and we go down and he opens the garage door and there's this black 450 SL, you know, they're vintage. And so we had sex in the 450 SL. Now I'm not saying that's comfortable because it's not, you know, they're little, and it's uncomfortable, but just the idea of here I am with two hundred people upstairs, unchika unking. Oh yeah, I'm downstairs in the 450 SL, and he gave me a diamond ring and a 450 SL, and I'm banging down there. Yeah, like it, with everybody upstairs not knowing. I was like, you know, <laughs> how many moments do you have like this? <laughs> and a four it, because it was just like one of those perfect nights. Yeah. So that was my sexiest one, my best one. I feel like my best one was, I'd started dating Parker, and we'd only probably dated like six or seven months, and he had a really great. It was sort of like a high rise, that kind of an apartment thing, but it was, it was like you know American Gigolo. It was all gray and it was wool and all these kind of you know beautiful. It was yeah. beautiful. So I was sitting in his bed, in uh, his bedroom, and all of a sudden. This giant lop-eared rabbit, you know Cinderella. Oh yeah, that's her. Her giant lop-eared rabbit came hopping into the bedroom. Oh, that's the p- perfect. Memory. You know, they're giant. She had her ears were hanging on the floor, and she had a little thing on her that said "Happy Birthday." That was my best. That's a good one for you. Yeah, that was. My that's best. a really good. How one about for you?
2: you? Did you have a good one? I mean, I can't think of any. <laughs>
0: Oh <laughs> God, okay. What was your what was your worst?
1: My worst birthday? Oh my worst birthday. No, it wasn't my worst birthday, but see my birthday is close to Christmas. It was my worst Christmas, which was <laughs> it was my worst because I'd gone to this store called The Model and I wanted these high heeled boots. I was in the eighth grade, and they were high-heeled, kind of spike, pointed toes, really beautiful, sexy kind of, you know, now they would look like Manolo Blahnik boots. And yeah. The model was this, was a, um, no, it wasn't a model. Anyway, the store was like fancy for Wichita. Okay. So I saw those boots, and I said, ah, oh, this is what I want. This is what I want for my birthday. Actually, it was for my birthday. This is what I want for my birthday. And I see my mom sort of, you know, making a note, right? And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So it gets Christmas passes. Now it's, and I noticed there was a package up in my mom's cabinet above her, her uh, closet doors. Okay. And so she was gone one day. And I thought, I just can't wait. i just got to see these. I can't wait. So I opened the box. It was from Hinkle's. That was the name of the store. Okay. So it was from Hinkle's. I opened the box. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I open it, and it's these boots that have tractor soles, fake fur lining, and they're real cloddy uh, and flats. No. Yes. And I was... Oh my god these can't be for me Oh, this can't be happening oh my god <laughs> these this are is not the worst the thing hy- i've ever <laughs> had in my life but I, w- I was sort of glad because i thought if these are for me i'm so glad i'm getting them now because i'm really good and then i go in the bathroom i'm crying and crying i put them back in the cabinet and i'm praying please don't be for me please don't be for me so my birthday rolls around and i open the box and i go oh, I, oh god i open the box and i go oh and it's those Oh, and no. i go oh thank you and my mom goes, Well, I know you wanted those pointy high heel ones, but you can wear these to go feed the dogs. Oh, God. You're like, Great. <laughs> Thanks, mommy. Great. I, like, I, I think that's where I got this fetish for shoes.
2: Right. That's disappointment, though.
1: Are you kidding? And it also teaches you, well, I, in a good way, I think in a maybe a good way is because I did sneak peek. Yeah, karma. If I hadn't sneak peeked, I would have been sitting there like knowing I'm getting the pointed toed boots, opened it up and been horrified and started crying right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and I remember one birthday I had that I loved. I probably had a million that I love, but I remember this one and there was this dog. It was a toy and it was called Gaylord the Walking Dog. Do you remember Gaylord? Yeah, Walking... I, do, I do. It was like giant, a giant Basset Hound yeah. with a remote control. You've probably only seen it in a vintage store. But <laughs> anyway, I was like twelve or thirteen. And I said, I want Gaylord the walking dog for my birthday And my mother's like, Let toy says it's for three to eight years old <laughs> And I said, I know, but I want a Gaylord the Walking Dog. I don't know why, I was obsessed with him. He's a giant basset hound and his legs really move like he was walking. Anyway, so I opened my birthday presents. I didn't get get him, of course. And I'm like, I'm okay, I'm gonna kill myself because I just I wanted Gaylord the Walking Dog so bad. <laughs> anyway, then the doorbell rang. I opened the door and there's Gaylord the Walking Dog. Oh, yeah. And my dad was standing to the side with the remote control. Oh, and I was cute. like, You would have thought that you gave me a freaking Gucci bag. Yeah. Anyway, that I, I remember that because I always wanted sort of obscure things. And when I got them, it was I know
2: you do want obscure things still because people will say, What should I get Kirstie for her birthday? And I'm like, I mean mixing bowls.
0: A Ferrari.
2: She doesn't want diet, she doesn't want a Gucci bag, she doesn't want diamonds. She doesn't she's not like super into clothes things. Like- Didn't you
0: give yourself a Maserati for your birthday?
1: No, I gave Parker a Ferrari for Christmas once. I, I had, oh no, I had, okay, this hey, is babe, good. Hey babe, here's a
0: Ferrari. No, but here's the thing. I had, getting next year.
1: I'm just going to tell you, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I'd worked really hard and long. I had $64,000 in the bank to my name. So I bought him, I think it was called a Boxer Berlinetta. I bought him a Ferrari that cost $63,000. So I had two thousand dollars left and no job in sight. <laughs> but I was in—I lo- was thinking, you know, because as a joke, the whole time we were dating, I was always going, "Beware the red Ferrari! Beware, the- beware the red Ferrari!" I said, "Someday you're going to get a red Ferrari." Anyway, so <laughs> I got in this car, and then I had to park it at these friend's house. Yeah, and. And so here's what I thought happened. So I parked at these friend's house, and then I had another friend grab it on Christmas Eve, put it in the garage. Cause by then we were married, put it in the garage. Christmas morning we came down. He opened this box, and I had this, I had this Tiffany uh, keychain made, and it said "Beware the red Ferrari," and it had the key on it. And then we go walk in the garage. Right. I open it, click the garage door open. There it is, right? Yeah. So that's what happened. That's cute. And I think this is so exciting. This is so amazing. And he's acting so excited. I find out years later, the bozo that put it in the garage, put it in the garage. And then when Parker, Parker and I came home, we'd gone to mass, like midnight mass or something like that. Yeah. So when we came home, Parker went in the garage and saw it. Uh, Oh, so it wasn't a surprise? No, he faked it. I thought if I had known that I would have fired because we had this guy working for us that went to get it, put it there, yeah, and then he was so freaking stupid and he saw it, and I was like, okay, I mean that's, that's too big of Ferrari a gift. I'm buying, yeah,
2: that's <laughs> too big of a gift to have it mess up the surprise part.
1: I know, but I had wanted to get. I I've done that many times in my life where I'm like here's my last dime. Well, I gotta get you this thing, so I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But but the thing that you can at least have it be is a giant surprise. Yeah,
2: yeah. If you're gonna go poor, buy, I know <laughs> buying your if man a Ferrari, you gotta get that.
1: Oh, anyway. So this is my seventieth birthday, and I I am this year. I'm I'm losing weight. COVID's over. I'm gonna get. My earlobe's made a little better, and a slight little tug, no fillers. <laughs> that didn't sound right. Slight little tug. <laughs> well, maybe I'll get a slight little tug too. Yeah, or give a slight little tug. <laughs> Several of them. Yeah, maybe 50 of them if I drink enough. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We know you've got other choices. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. Bye bye. We love you.
0: That wraps up another episode of Kirsty Alley on the Verge. We'd like to thank Anchor.fm for the host. Be sure to follow Kirsty Alley on Twitter, at Kirsty Alley. Please like, please rate, please share this podcast with all of your friends. And follow our Twitter, K-A-On-The-Verge. Until next time, we'll see ya.